Good morning, everybody. Welcome back again to the Two Peas on a Pod podcast on a lovely Tuesday morning in May. Hope you're doing wonderful on this day, May the 10th. Anyways, we are back again with you today. And I know you're hearing my voice, but I still got Zach with me today. Good morning. He's here. I told you I'd be here. He's not a one-hit wonder. He's come back. I told you I'd be here, and here I am. Yep. Watermelon Jolly Rancher and all. (laughs) Yeah, we're here. We're here back with you again. Got a topic we're going to tackle today. And first and foremost, I'm going to tell you again. I know you've heard it and heard it and heard it, but I'm going to tell you again. Go ahead and tell them. May Momentum. May Momentum coming up May 20th and 21st. Brother Douglas Meadow, Brother Jonathan Roberts. I said it right this time. <laughs> They'll be with us. Tolesboro, Kentucky, Ruggles Campground. Somebody <laughs> wants to talk to us. Pause podcast. Well, that was just a three year old that didn't want nothing. <laughs> there he is again. <laughs> Let's try this again. Does that do we have to edit that out? Or does that make for good radio? Yeah, I'll just leave it. <laughs> Those are our precious children. They just came for candy. And they came just to see what we was doing. But anyways, we got some more feedback to read today and we're gonna jump in our topic. We ain't gonna we ain't gonna linger and hold you forever. It's gonna be a short one today, maybe. I don't know. Preachers say that all the time. Half of the time it ain't true. <laughs> we got some feedback today, Brother Zach. Yes, this one is from Colby Creamer. And I guess that's how you pronounce the name. That's what it looks I guess. like. And it said, is she so cream? It said, love y'all's podcast. Oh, the subject of the email is your song on the two peas on a pod podcast. Uh-huh. Love y'all's podcast and y'all's intro song, The Old Time Way. If y'all could, I'd love to play it and sing it at my church and maybe have the lyrics and a sample of it to know how to sing it. If y'all can't, I understand, but I love the song. Praying God will continue to bless y'all and y'all's podcast. Thanks for dealing with some difficult topics. Y'all are a blessing. Well, thank you for writing in about that. And actually, all three of our feedbacks today is concerning the song. Will you read them, and then we'll discuss it. Okay. Song on the podcast is the title of the second one. (laughs) (laughs) Hello there. I have just started listening to your podcast, in parentheses, love it. But I also absolutely love, in all capital letters, the song that is played. Kelly's going to get the big head. exclamation points. Can you tell me where I could get a copy? Yes, we can. And we already maybe have. I don't know if Austin replied back. I hope he did. (laughs) I have literally just played the song back to back. Thank you so much and have a very blessed day. Kelly Mathia. I think. And then with another one, it says theme song. There's a theme going on on these emails. These are all literally back-to-back emails, too. I mean, we didn't just pick these ones out. These no. are what was sent. Yeah, they, they was right all in the same row. week. Yeah. Said theme song. Dear Brother Austin, Brother Zach, would you please consider putting your songs on Apple Music? Wish granted. <laughs> Streaming platforms are the way of this generation, and I believe it would be highly encouraging for believers to have access to uplifting holiness music. I love listening to the podcast intro because the music is just that good. 
Keep up the good work with the podcast. This generation needs to have wholesome and holiness content if they are ever going to separate from the world. God bless, Brother Matt Jones. Sorry, I was laughing because we had another knock on the door. And we had to stop the podcast and we started back up. <laughs> Austin's little boy keeps in mind, but they his keep is one candy. He keeps wanting some candy. <laughs> Austin's got some candy in here in his desk. So they keep needing candy and keep coming back. So that's why I was laughing at the end of that. So anyways, all I got out of those three emails was when my wife hears this, she's going to really get the big head. Yep. She's <laughs> going to feel big time. She wrote that song the old time way and yes, everybody loves it. And she didn't want to put it on the CD either. Yeah, and I told I Forgot said we're that. going to put that on that CD, and uh, she didn't want to do it. She didn't think it was a good enough song, and then people have really, really liked it. Yeah. She actually her criticism for it is she said it was faster than what she wanted. Her idea was it to be not slow, but not near as fast as what the music. Yeah. The music went a lot faster than what she had wanted, but everybody was, really liked it. I think that was my fault. Not really fault. Yeah, I mean I did it on purpose, but. <laughs> I, I really enjoy it. I think it really, well, I think that song speaks what me and you are trying to do on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And we had to do an original song for copyright issues. Right. And so I really think it fit us. Yep. So in response to all the requests, we can now tell you that our music will be uploaded. Within and the month. ready for downloads and streaming and whatever your heart desires, whether it's Apple Music, which is the way to go, or whether it's Spotify, or iTunes, or it, well, iTunes, or Google, or Google, whatever. or whatever you like to do. I mean, we prefer you pay for it. <laughs> we, <laughs> if you don't want to, are getting it, um, whatever you want to call it, uploaded. I guess through yeah. the Cantor Corporation. Yep, Cincinnati, Ohio, and so it'll be. Available for streaming very soon. We don't know the date yet. Do we? Well, they're shooting for May 20th, but it's not 100% official. So we'll keep you updated. We'll let you know about it. And when it comes out officially, we'll let you know that too. So just be looking for it on there. I guess you can search Kelly and Zach, I reckon. I don't know. Kelly and Zach will be the first y'all CD, Mm -hmm. and then Vanceburg Holiness will be the other one. Yep. So there you go. We'll have our choir CD on there. And the old time way is on the Kelly and Zach CD. Yes, it is. It's song number. I don't remember. (laughs) Which one of the songs on there? It's either a one through ten. I was thinking it was five, but it might not be. But it's on there. It's called the old time way. And there you go. You'll have it right on your favorite streaming platform. Yes. So go ahead, Austin. So today's topic, we're going to jump into it, and I felt like this was a topic that needed to be addressed. We've not addressed it yet in the 40 episodes plus that we've done thus far, and so it's hard to believe it's been that many already, mm-hmm. but here's a topic that I don't. you shouldn't have to address it, but we do have to, just part of it, I guess. And so I guess I'm going to title this little topic, Watch Out for the Bears. All right. And so that comes from 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 23 and 24 says, and this is talking about to Elisha, and it says, And he went up from thence unto Bethel, and as he was going up by the way, there came forth little children out of the city, and mocked him, and said unto him, Go up, thou bald head. Now when you 
go back through the story, you'll realize that Elijah was caught up in a whirlwind mm-hmm. and went into heaven. And those little children looked at Elisha, who had took the man on. He was now the man and the man of God. And they said, go on up, bald head. Go on up. And you, you realize that baldness in this time, baldness was considered a reproach in that day. And so they was being very disrespectful and making a mockery of the preacher, mm-hmm. of the man of God. And then the Bible says, go up, thou bald head, go up, thou bald head, twice. And it says, and he turned back and looked at them and cursed them in the name of the Lord. And it says, and there came forth two she-bears out of the wood and tear forty and two children of them. Wow. Now, that's unbelievable. Yeah, that's, that's something. You make fun of the man of God. God don't take that lightly. No. Nope. And so I know this is a lot of very uh, sobering topic here but watch out for the bears if you're making a mockery and that's just what we're going to talk about touch not mine anointed and do my prophets no harm and you know god's anointed can be anyone right pastors preachers teachers testifiers singers instrumentalists but we must not hurt the anointed of god now specifically i know a lot of times we take this and talk about the preacher mm-hmm. and the pastor and that is what we're going to talk about today but i also want to say that that if you're a child of god you know, you, you want to be good to the children of God. Mm-hmm. And to that, the story that first comes to my mind is about my wife there at McDonald's. You want to tell us about that? Yeah, there was this guy that came in often. This Pastor's man. daughter, by the way. And my sister, she worked there at our local McDonald's for several years. And this man would come in, and he would always aggravate her about her long hair and the way she dressed and stuff. And... uh he just acted really out of the way toward her and just kind of made fun of her of her attire and of her hair and things. And uh, one day he walked out of there and he got hit by a car right there in um, the parking lot. Now, it didn't kill him, but it hurt him pretty bad. And um, he, as far as I know... After that, he has never, uh, I think he came back to McDonald's and things, but he never said anything again that I know of. And so, I mean, I'm not saying for sure that that's why that happened, but it, that possibly could have been avoided. Yeah. yeah, I believe it very well could have been. Yeah. But as the children of God, we are supposed to treat one another good. You know, churches are not supposed to have rumor starters and backstabbers and right. liars and gospers and exaggerators and troublemakers and uh, you know but god has put special protection upon his anointed people and bad things can happen to other people that mess with the people of god and uh you know that now that's not means to just do whatever you want because god's going to protect you but the point is that there are people that they they i don't know how you say it they just love messing with the preacher uh, they they don't want to be under authority, and right. if you can't submit yourself under authority, you've got some deep issues. Yes, you want to pray through. You have to submit yourself under authority. You're always going to be under authority, whether it's a job, whether it's it don't matter where it's at. There's always rules to follow. If you're right. married, there's rules to follow. If you have a job, there's rules to follow. There's obligations. Some are out of love. Some are out of careers. You've got to do it. And if you're a child of God, then you're going to want to do that. And so I kind of have a you kind of wonder about somebody's personal walk with God if they're constantly causing issues 
with the church and also causing issues with their pastor. And, you know, the fact is two humans ain't going to agree on everything. More than likely, you're not going to agree 100% everything right. your pastor does. You're not going to agree 100% everything the Sunday school teacher does. It's because we're human. Yeah. Just You just throw it. Uh, it's just because we're human beings. But just because you don't agree with it, don't give anyone the right. He's still the man of God. Yes. He's still the pastor. And a church is only as strong as their relationship to their pastor. Right. And a lot of times, you know, you know, we've preached a lot of churches, and you can you can tell a church that has unity, and you can tell a church that don't. I don't have to know anything. You don't have to ask questions, because with unity is power. With unity is liberty. With unity is freedom. Mm-hmm. And if the church is constantly tension, and you can feel it, anybody can. You get in there, and you're constantly feeling tension, and you don't feel no liberty, and you, you can feel it. You're like, yeah, there's some division in here. I don't know what it is, but there's some in here. And a lot of times it's because people are at the pastor, they're at the deacons, they're at they're carrying. You wouldn't believe all the fighting that goes on <laughs> in the house of God, and it shouldn't be like that. No. If people just realize God's gave one pastor for one church, you right. can't have fifty chiefs and two Indians. It don't work that way. It's one chief, fifty Indians. One chief, however many. That's just the way it is. And if it's any other way, it's not going to work. It will crumble. It will fall. Yeah, that's exactly right. And it it's so beneficial to you and your family to get behind the man of God. And it's so detrimental for you and your family to cause problems for the man of God yeah. and to talk about the man of God. And you know what they say? They say, you know, when you go home and eat the pastor for Sunday dinner, <laughs> you go home and and destroy his message in front of your children and destroy his witness to your children's lives. And you might not even have to say anything. But if your pastor gets up and says, you better not have that in your home, you're better off not doing that, you're better off not doing that, then you go home and you just keep on doing it. Mm -hmm. You ain't even said nothing, but your kids are looking at you, and they're like, well, man of God said this. Mommy and Daddy are doing that. They don't care what he says. And so if they don't care what he says... Then you're raising kids up to say, well, I don't care what he says either. I know we said a lot of these things on Pastor Appreciation some quite a few episodes ago, so you can go look at that if you if you desire to. But there is so much to say about the power of unity in a church. You know, pastors are given, there Jeremiah said in chapter 3, that they are given by God. They are an under-shepherd to the chief shepherd, Jesus Christ. They are God's men. And so people shouldn't talk bad. Talk back to the preacher. You know, some people they'll just talk back to him, just right there in the house of God. Yeah, disrespect the man of God, tear his sermons down, have no respect. And uh, you know, the pastor is just not old Joe down the street. No, you know, the pastor is the man of God. He's given by God to lead the church in right doctrine, to feed the flock of God, to make the right decisions, and to follow the leading of God. You know, I know a lot of churches ran in a lot of different ways, and to you know, to teach his own. Everybody does things different. But, you know, you shouldn't, the whole church shouldn't go on an uproar just because you want to move a Kleenex box to a different location. You know, I mean, <laughs> it's crazy the things that people go through and the things that people put pastors through over wanting to change a curtain, wanting to repaint a wall, mm-hmm. wanting say something needs fixed, actually needs fixed, and they got to vote four times on it. And I'm sorry. You just, you just have to fall out with me, I guess. Some things voting on it whatever you want to do some things you know you're going to go spend a hundred thousand dollars you know you might want to vote on it if that's the way your churches ran 
But my goodness, if you're just going to go fix a hole in the wall, we don't need to vote on it. It needs fixed. And so maybe that's just a rabbit trail of me. But <laughs> anyways, we need to have unity, unity in the church. With unity comes power. If you'll read there in Acts 2, the Bible says they were in one place in one accord. Being in one place is easy, Brother Zach. Right. Don't take nothing to put 50 people in the same place. But to be in one accord, that's a whole different ball game. To yeah. be in one accord, to be in one mind and one heart. Adam Clark talked about having one desire, one prayer to God, and every heart uttering the same thing. Mm-hmm. But then, if you'll read, right after they was in one accord, it said, And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and filled all the house where they were sitting. They were filled with the Holy Ghost. Revival came. The baptism right. of the Holy Ghost came when the church was in unity. And so, you know, if there's tearing down and discord and jealousy and worldliness and hatred and gossip and backstabbing, Holy Ghost ain't going to dwell in that. No. God's not going to dwell in that. We're not going to have revival in an atmosphere like that. And so we need to be in unity. You know, if you don't agree with something, and I like what I heard Brother Randy Webb say a while back. And uh, he said a lot of people say, well, if I was pastor, if I was pastor, if I was pastor. <laughs> and then he said, buddy, if we'd hand you this steering wheel, he said, you'd scream and holler and hand it right back. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you can say a lot of things from the outside looking in. But if you was, you know, if God would put you in their position and you're behind the pulpit and he's like, here you go. Yeah. All the souls on your plate, you know, all the decisions on your plate. And you're like, you'd be like, ah, yeah. you know, get me out of here. And so we need to think about that. You know, right. we need to think about that. One other thing I was going to say right here is, uh, you know, a lot of people are second-guessing their pastor. And I'm not saying, you know, you know, if something's out of the Bible, if it's out of Scripture, that's one thing. Some some people preach crazy things that's not in Scripture. But if your pastor is a trusted man of God, you trust him, you love him, he's not led you the wrong way, you've, you know, you've been with him 10, 15, 20 years, and he's always led you right, and he looks at you and says, I believe you ought not do that. Don't open your Bible and say, well, prove it to me, preacher. You know, man, that just, if he's a trusted man of God, do what the man of God said. Yeah. You know, the Bible doesn't get specifically fine-tuned every detail in life. It'd be so big you couldn't read it. If if the Bible just recorded all the miracles that Jesus done in his ministry, because John said all the books in the world right. couldn't contain everything he done. So yeah. if the Bible's... If the, all the books in the world couldn't contain his miracles, what if Jesus went and what if the Bible went and specifically said every little fine, finite detail in life that you had to abide by? That's why we have pastors, because they'll take the scripture and they'll expound it. And God uses them to say, hey, you probably shouldn't do that. Right. Hey, you probably shouldn't live that way. Hey, you should leave that alone. Yeah. Hebrews thirteen seventeen says, obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves for they watch for your souls as they that must give account, that they may do it with joy and not with grief, for that is unprofitable for you. So that's what we've been talking about. If you get behind the man of God, God will bless you. If you don't, then then God will curse you, and it'll be a curse to you and to your family. But if you get behind the man of God, it'll be a blessing, like I said before, to you and your family. If you go to the book of Exodus, chapter 17, you'll find... Um, the children of Israel there in a battle and, and Aaron and her was holding up the hands of Moses. Yes. Moses hands got weak and they would hold up his hands and they'd win the battle. And then when you get over to Exodus 35, the Bible says this in Exodus 35 and 30 said, and Moses said unto the children of Israel, see the Lord hath called by name, Bezaliel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur.'" 
of the tribe of Judah, hers grandson here. And he hath filled him with wisdom and with the spirit of God in wisdom and understanding and in knowledge and in all manner of workmanship. So here is the third generation of the, the, the grandson of the man who held up the man of God's hands. He stood there and he held up Moses' hands and the, the children of Israel prevailed. And guess what? Her prevailed and her son and her grandson. <laughs> her grandson sounds weird. <laughs> but they all prevailed because somebody got behind the man of God. A shout out to Brother Zach Kaufman. He, he was on this podcast before. He preached one time. On we need more men like her. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I thought that was great. Yeah, that is. That's funny. I may have still that one on Father's Day. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's pretty good. But he got behind the man of God, and God blessed him, and he blessed his family. And that's God's no different today. He'll do the same today. I've seen it happen. I've got other stories I could tell, but I ain't going to for time's sake. But God will bless you. No, one, um, I was thinking, you know, a lot of times, like even people in our church here at the home church, you know, we've got great, great women and men in our church, and God speaks to them. We've got people in our church that God speaks to. Now, a lot of times, the Lord speaks through the pastor and stuff. But we've got lay members. Mm-hmm. That God will speak to in prayer or whatever, right. but when God, when you say God speaks to you, first and foremost, whatever God speaks to you will never disagree with the Bible. Right? It'll never go against the Word. If it's against the Word, it was never God. And secondly, if anything that somebody claims that God spoke to them, if it differs from the, if He's a trusted, anointed man of God that God put there, and it goes against what He says, it wasn't God either. And a lot of people are saying, but God told me, but God told me. It wasn't God, because God's not going to tell you something different than he told the man of God. And so it, that's caused a lot of people a lot of trouble. God has put pastors in control of the church, and well, I should say in the headship of the church. Right. Pastors are the leaders of the church, and the Holy Ghost works through the pastor. That's that's the way God set it up. That ain't something crazy, or, or uh, that, that's the yep. Bible. That's right. what the Bible teaches us. That God gave us pastors, and God deals with the man of God. We're going to end with Genesis 12, uh, verse 1 says, Now the Lord said to Abram, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred, from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee, and I will make thee a great nation. I will bless thee and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And then catch this right here. It says, And I will bless them that bless thee. Yeah. And then it says, And curse them that curse thee. Yes. Not only is there terrible danger in doing wrong to God's people, to God's preachers, and to God's pastors, but there's also a great blessing that comes from God if you're good right. to God's people, and if you're good to God's preachers, and you're good to God's pastors. And a lot of times, you know, we're both preachers. You're mm-hmm. an assistant pastor. I'm an evangelist. And so they're like, well, you're a preacher. Of course you're going to say bless the preacher. And, I mean, that is true. Of course we want to be blessed, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but anyways, it is the Bible. If you want your home blessed— Right. Bless the preacher. If you want your kids to be blessed, always bless the man of God. And we both, I mean, we have a pastor. Your dad is both of our pastors. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my home's blessed because I believe I've, I've tried to bless the church, bless the man of God. I've tried to do everything my pastor has told me to do. And you're his son, and you've done the same thing. God will bless your family. He'll bless your kids. He'll bless your finances. If you want your church to be blessed, you got to have unity and back the man of God. 
If your church is going through all kinds of troubles and issues, maybe it's time to take a self check and say, "I wonder what I wonder how we're treating the ministry." Yeah. And uh, and then you know, if you want your job to be blessed, bless the man of God. If you want God just to smile on your life, there ain't nothing wrong with just blessing the man of God. And it may be simple. It may be so simple like our pastor loves cornbread and beans. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> loves it. It may be just so simple as when you're making cornbread and beans, just bring him some. Bring him some homemade pickles. And you're like, well, that's small. But I'll tell you, when you put a smile on his face, it puts a smile on God's face. Mm-hmm. And as I truly believe that. And it may be small. You may not be able to give thousands of dollars in the offering or whatever. You may not be given a bunch of money and feel like you're not doing enough. Make him dinner. You know, there was a guy, he's, he passed away a few years ago, but he would take pastor out for steak every once in a while. You know, just be in good fellowship with your pastor. You know, yeah. Let it let it be a good relationship. Not lo- don't you know? Don't go home and be like, oh, I can't believe he did that again. Yeah. Oh my goodness! After Sunday school, he'd say, "Pastor, want to take you out to eat for that good preaching today?" <laughs> yeah. Then he'd always look at us and he'd say, "If you'd ever preach that yeah. good, I'd give you a <laughs> steak." You. I was <laughs> like, "I did." <laughs> oh, goodness. But the topic of today, we Jinx, both said that. The topic of today is be good to the people of God, and if you're not. The title is Watch Out for the Bears. Because if you're not, I'm telling you, I know it's just a, a symbol, but I'm telling you, God will, he'll, he will. And we've got many stories. You know, we could tell stories of different things. I know I know a man right now that has cancer and has dealt with it for years because he's went against the man of God. Yeah. And the Holy Ghost, I won't go into all of it because it's kind of close. <laughs> but, uh, but anyways, there's a lot of things that's happened. There's a lot of things that's happened. You go against the man of God, especially when the Holy Ghost says destruction will come. You mark it down every time. Yep. But we're going to get off here. Appreciate everybody listening to the podcast, and uh, hopefully you're good to your pastor, good to the ministry, and hopefully you'll keep listening to us. All right. We'll see you all on the next episode of the Two Peas on a Pod podcast. God bless that's a little bit each more and every one of you. It's not as slow as last time. No. Oh, that's my honey.